I'd like to give you just three words to just remind you and help you to understand what the Lord's Supper is all about. The Lord's Supper, friends, is an examination. It's time this morning for an examination. In 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 27, the Word of God says, Therefore, whoever eats this bread and drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself. And so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself, not recognizing what the Lord has done. It is an examination. When a Christian refuses to partake in the ordinances that the Lord has designated for us, when they refuse to partake in things like baptism, when they refuse to take uh, part in the Lord's Supper, what they're saying is, is I'm refusing to examine myself. They're saying, listen here, I don't need to examine myself. I'm just fine the way I am. But I'm telling you, you need to examine yourself this morning. You need to ask yourself, what needs to go? What needs to go in my life? How can I draw closer to the Lord? What needs to go? Now it says that a man needs to examine himself. It doesn't mean that you need to examine me. It doesn't mean that you need to examine your friends. It doesn't mean that you need to examine your spouse. It doesn't mean that you need to examine another church member. You need to examine the person that you see in the mirror. Examine yourself. What needs to go? What sins do you need to forsake in your life so that your relationship, your fellowship with the Lord God Almighty can be one that brings Him honor? So what about you? Are you ready this morning to examine yourself? Are you hot? Are you cold? Or worse yet, are you lukewarm towards the things of God? The Lord's Supper is time for an examination. But the Lord's Supper is also an expression. Today we're going to see how the Lord Jesus used the supper table to teach us something. He teaches us that we should love Him. He teaches us what He did for us through a wonderful, wonderful illustration. You see, we are called to remember the high cost of our salvation. It may not have cost you anything, but it cost the Son of God a great deal. So we need to learn what this expression teaches us this morning. So men, as this bread is distributed, if y'all would begin to distribute this bread this morning, brothers and sisters, I just want you to remember that this bread is symbolic of the Lord Jesus Christ's body that was broken in a number of ways. That it was broken. His back was broken. Broken by a whip, a cat of nine tails. His brow. His brow was broken. Broken with a crown of thorns. He was broken. His hands and his feet were broken. Broken as they were Nailed to a cross. They were broken.
and share with Amen. Thank you, Cheryl. As Brother Harold comes to the microphone to give thanks for this bread, let us never forget that this is symbolic of the body of Jesus Christ, the body that was broken so that you might have eternal life with God. The Word of God says in verse 23, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks he broke it and he said take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Brother Harold. Brothers and sisters, let us partake together. Now as the cup is being distributed, I want you to be reminded that we are to remember that the Son of God, the Son of God, Jesus Christ, shed His precious blood his precious blood as a sacrifice for your sin and for mine. The Bible says that there is no forgiveness without the shedding of blood. And so the perfect Lamb of God shed His for our forgiveness.
Thank you, sis. As Brother Cass comes to give prayer and give thanks for the blood, I want to remind you again that we're to never forget the blood of Jesus Christ that was shed for the forgiveness of our sins. Brother Cass. Amen. In verse 25 of 1 Corinthians 11, the word says that in the same manner, he, Jesus, also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Let us partake together. The Lord's Supper is an examination. It's an examination of yourself. It is also an expression. It's an expression of our love for Jesus and our remembrance of what he's done on the cross for us. But the Lord's Supper is also a great explanation. In verse 26, the word says, For as often as you drink and eat this, eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes again. That word proclaim means that we're to explain it to others. We're to help them understand what Jesus Christ did for us on that cross. And every time that we gather here at the Lord's table, we're really preaching a sermon. We're preaching a message to those that don't know the Lord, that Christ is indeed the Savior, that He is indeed the Lord, and that through His death on the cross, we can have eternal life. Let us pray together. Father God, I do thank you for the body and the blood of your precious Son, Jesus Christ. And Father, while we were so undeserving, Lord, you sent your Son on a mission. A mission to step out of the glory of heaven, to step foot on this sinful planet, and Father, to die a criminal's death on a criminal's cross so that we would have eternal life through faith in his sacrifice. Lord, we do that this morning, and if there's one here who has not yet done that, Father, I do pray that the Word of God would speak to his or her heart, and that, Father, today might be their day where they can be assured of their eternal dwelling place in heaven with you. Lord, we love you. Be with us through the remainder of this service. Father, be exalted, for you alone are king. In Jesus' name, and all God's people said, amen.
his name is wonderful. Kids that want to go out for uh, Kids Corner can go out now. Ten years. Amen. They don't want to go. 